0: All right, thank you for joining the ESBC podcast. For the purpose of the podcast is to make me money. The reason I say that is to be ingenuous uh, versus people who are disingenuous, rather Vladimir Putin, right? Uh, they told us the pandemic was going to be over. They were going to eradicate it. Both uh, President Trump and President Biden both said they were going to eradicate the pandemic, COVID-19. Now they say, no, we can't eradicate it. We need to go from pandemic to endemic. They lied to us, right? There's all kinds of different lies. There's lies of omission. Uh, there's lies of just flat out manipulation. And we all get, uh, since Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny, all of us, our parents just flat out lied to us. They lied to us in school, at work. Uh, so here, we, what we do is we give you the highest level of perception so we can collaborate, right? So we can uh, be honest with each other and look at reality because that's the only way you can do uh, well. It's worth fading, it's reality based. You can't be thinking conspiracy theories. I have an MBA, securities licenses, and uh, clients' net worth 50 million. So they always have to hear and see us dealing in reality and have our minds tracked. To that end, we look at sports spending through a financial lens. In the same way, we pick a stock, same way we pick an investment, is the same way we pick a game. So, this is a business meeting with a purpose in and an outcome. Uh, the purpose is to collaborate. Communist Putin says we can't collaborate. That's why they want to make uh, NATO fall apart. Chinese do the same thing. I disagree. Capitalists can collaborate. We have uh, Dylan Kelly we got chad nolan here with us and we're collaborating we're not over competitive we're sharing information so we can have the outcome of 70 percent conference tournament and 80 percent ncaa tournament which turns out to a lot of money thirty forty thousand dollars fifty two point five percent break even so when you have those high margins you make money and you mitigate inflation another big uh, business concept is that if you're the smartest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. So I got two guys who are a lot smarter than I am, a lot younger than I am, bring a fresh perspective and diversity to get it wrong. If you're still getting it wrong, I'm gonna write a good article about it. I'm on the board of the Orange County Diversity Council. It is not just limited to disability, gender, race. It's really regional diversity. It's really age diversity. And it's really what's always been in business, having an open mind, being pragmatic so the two guys who are tougher younger than i am dylan kelly from jamaican he's not from jamaican new york he's from connecticut he's going to school in jamaican new york new york were finance started at one of the great universities in this country st john's and then chanlon all right guys first thoughts as we get into it today making money in the ncaa tournament go ahead dylan oh
1: yeah no so um Today, uh, I'm excited to uh, start talking about the teams that we think are going for regular season title compared to teams that are more focused on the conference tournament. And um, it's kind of important for us to be able to break that down so that we were able to pick our spots going forward for picking games because it's – like you've taught me, Josh, it's important to know the motivation behind each team, and that's, like, essential this
0: time of the year. And these coaches get billions of dollars. are really good at what they do, right? Uh, so, when they have a goal in the regular season, they really need it, right? Like, uh, Bill Self wants to win the regular season title. He's won 13 regular season titles, up to $7 million a year. He's only won the title one time in 30 years of coaching, right? Uh, Chad, first words.
2: Um, yeah, so, yeah, we're going to start today. We're going to be looking at teams that are, are looking to win the regular season title. We're going to be looking at some teams that, um, are looking to play their conference tournament title. Um, that, that's their goal. And then there'll be some other teams that are looking to just get by, um, you know, win a game in the Pac-12 tournament – or not Pac-12, win a game in the NCAA tournament or get by that first weekend of the NCAA tournament. Um, then you got other teams that, you know, that are trying to get to the Final Four, make a deep, deep run into the tournament. Um, so we're going to kind of start breaking those teams down today, um, give you some picks for tomorrow. And um, we're just we're building and building and building towards these conference tournaments and this NCAA tournament.
0: Right. You don't start betting the conference tournament or the NCAA tournaments uh, when they start, right? You got the guy that goes to the sports book and figuring out the games right then. You can't do that. You got to do that now. And the reason I've done so well throughout the years really has been because I've, I've come up with a system. And the system uh, has made me a lot of money, But what makes us different is that we share. We are sharing uh, what our methods are and our systems are. So you can collaborate with us and we can get information from you. And we can mitigate inflation together, right? Uh, So coaches have different goals. They reach their goals. You cover them while they're reaching their goals. And then you bet against it them in an inflated line in the tournament. Because one of the big lies in uh, college football and also in college basketball are the polls. The polls are completely relevant for betting. So is bracketology. So is all the commentators on TV because they make money just by being on TV. We only get paid if we win, all right? So we'll go uh, Chad and Dylan. These are the teams that we identified that right now, this last stretch you should be betting on because they're concentrating on the regular season title. And then you look to go against them in conference title. uh, And maybe the first round of the NCAA that we got Arizona, Kansas, Villanova, Providence, Illinois, Wisconsin, Long Beach state and Auburn. What are your thoughts, Chad? Um, Yeah. So these teams, um,
2: uh, you know, that we, we've identified, um, you know, they, they're, they're really focused on this regular season title. Um, these regular season games mean a lot to them. Um, you know, Bill Self, you can look at Bill Self, right? Kansas, they have um, won that. that. I mean, I don't even know the stats, but, they you know, he's, he's won that so many years in a row. Um, right. and, and that's his goal. You know, Bruce, Bruce Pearl there at Auburn. Um, with the team he's got this year, they're they're really looking to win that regular season title. Long Beach State and the Big West is the best team they've had in a long time, um, you know, and and they're looking to do that as well. And then you know, it's kind of similar story that with Long Beach State is Providence. Um, you know, I don't I don't think Providence thought they were going to be in this spot, but since they are here, um, you're starting to see them kind of shift gears and really work towards uh, this regular season title. Um, and it's going to come down to them and Nova. Um. So yeah, and then you know Arizona, a team you know that was kind of was was Arizona on a ban last year, the postseason ban. Yes, oh, yeah. so, so Arizona's a team you know on a postseason ban, um, getting back into it. So we you know we they um, you know they they're coming on hot and they they have you know shown that they're they they care about this regular season title. Um, you know they're they're every every game they're they're bringing the effort and they're coming into places. Um, and, and they want to get that regular season title and, um, you know, kind of show that they're the team to beat. They're the best team, even though they were on that band last year, that they're they're back and they're here to, you know, be the top dog. So, um, yeah, that's – I mean, I think we covered all all the teams you said. Oh, Wisconsin yeah, too, but – go ahead, Dale. Go ahead. No,
1: I was going to jump in real quick. Uh, just talk about Villanova and Providence for a quick minute. I think the same um, – about what you were saying with Providence, they didn't really expect to be in the situation. Now that they're here – Ed Cooley does, definitely does not want to give up this regular season title. Everyone counted them out at the beginning. Now they're here. I do think there'll be a team in the biggest tournament and in March Madness to probably even bet against the first first game around a 64. Um, but I think he's looking to finish the season strong. And then on the contrary, Jay Wright has dominated the Big East for so many years. He doesn't want to let Ed Cooley just come in here and steal his thunder and win the regular season. So, in the same breath, Jay Wright also still wants that just as bad. And um, so that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I think that each team has like three games left in the big East. So it'll come down to those two teams and we'll see how that shuffles out. And then lastly, just want to touch on Auburn as well. Um, they're obviously the Auburn's been top five pretty much the whole year. Now Bruce Pearl has put together an incredible team. This team can go deep, deep in the tournament, but first he does want to win the regular season um, title. He'd, Kentucky is that number two team right now. I can guarantee you you does not want to see John Calipari winning that again. Kentucky has been a force for so long. This is a time for new blood and Auburn to win it.
0: Big time, big time. So they're really kind of uh, doing this exercise this week, kind of put in in focus as things goes on. Now, really good coaches. I remember uh, Danny Cromwell won a a couple of national times with Louisville. Talked about that, and my high school coach did the same way. All the great coaches do this. They add a little bit as they go along, and then at the end of the season it's where they have all their defenses and offensive systems. Especially now, teams don't have film of what they can do, all they can do. Uh, three teams that, are, that 100% look that way, uh, St. John's, Syracuse always does this and makes a run in the yep. conference tournament, in the NCAAs. Texas, Chris Beard always did this at Texas Tech. Some we sweet 16 a couple of years ago here in Anaheim. And Loyola, Chicago, when they blew out some team on Sunday, you could tell the other team wasn't prepared for what's coming. Uh, you go to school there in St. John's, and it's very interesting now how they established champagne during the regular season, and now yeah. they're adding those different options.
1: Yeah, it's funny to see Aaron Wheeler specifically transfer from Purdue for – pretty much all about a conference play. I mean, even our big games against Kansas, the guy was getting, like, basically under 10 minutes a game. So there was a game where I don't even think he checked in at all. And now he's been uh, the main guy in the starting lineup alongside Champagny and Posh, of course. But, I mean, he's been that third ingredient, that key guy every step of the way now. And it seems like they are kind of getting and rolling in the right direction. They kind of found a little, little swagger there going
0: forward. So teams that do this and kind of exploding right now, those are teams that are getting ready for the conference tournament. They want to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, coaches get bonuses. They keep their jobs. They get momentum Absolutely. for the tournament, but the NCAA tournament is such, such a crap shoot. Uh, Bill yeah. Stoff, you know, the Arizona coach, Jay Wright, they know that as control freaks, right, most good coaches are control freaks. They feel their best chance that they can control for a trophy is a conference tournament. What do you think, Chad? Right. So specifically,
2: what was the question? I know we're talking about conference. Yeah, we're talking teams. about a
0: conference tournament. Uh, teams that their goal is to win the conference tournament, and they're going to cover for us. Okay, so. Um, Syracuse, teams, Texas, and Loyola Chicago.
2: Yep, so we got St. Saint, yep. Saint John's, Syracuse, Texas, Loyola Chicago. Yeah. So these are teams here. Um, you know, Loyola Chicago is a team that, Potentially, they're talking could get in that large bid, but they're really on the bubble. Um, you know, they're a team that's going to probably have to win that conference tournament to get in. Um, and and we, we were talking about, you know, one thing that separates them in that conference is they do have three big men. They roll out um, depth wise. So, we, you know, if, you know, every other top team, Missouri State, Northern Iowa, Drake, um, pretty much only got one big guy, one center they're playing. So. Um Loyal Chicago's got an edge there and they really need to win that tournament to uh you know to get you know guarantee themselves in the tournament. You know, Texas, um also a team that I think is gonna come on very strong in the tournament. Um, you know, need to get some get some big wins. Um, you know, they're a team that's probably in. Um, but I think they're, you know, with uh what what's their what's their head coach's name? Uh Beard? Uh, Chris, right? Beard. Chris, Chris Beard. Chris Beard, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, d- Dylan talking, you know, just talking about Chris Beard. We think that uh that's kind of a goal that their head coach, their corporate governance has um, to make a tournament run there and then try to win that tournament. Um, you know, and then, yeah, St. John's is a team that really has, you know, been coming on strong and they're a team that may need to win that tournament to get into the tournament. Would you would you agree with that, Dylan?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The only other way really that I see here, they have three games left on the year. If they were to win, if they went out now. And then if they win, if they get to Friday night of the Big East tournament, they might have a – they will be in at that point too. They don't have to win it necessarily, but if they don't win out, then you're probably looking at that. Big time. Chris Beard
2: is great at that. Uh, yep. Lastly, Syracuse. You know, Syracuse is a team um, – you know, Beheim has, has has been a, a guy that, that comes on hot late every year, always goes deep in that Big East tournament, wins a couple games in the NCAA tournament. And um, you know that's been their style and formula here for a while. So you know, Syracuse like is so
1: ridiculous with that too. They they don't do anything all year, and then all of a sudden,
0: right? Because he has his goals, and he's not putting everything in that can do that he sees in practice up until yeah. that point. All right. So teams that we identified, they looking to win one game in the tournament. Rick Pitino and Iona, which is the, the next step. Last year they gave uh, Alabama a run for their money. This year, they want to win, maybe get in the second game. Liberty, they're the type of team that's really good. Team dominating the conference. They want to win their tournament. And they want to win one game in the tournament to solidify. Murray State won one game with Moreau. They want to do the same. They got the same coach. And then UNC Wilmington with a disciple, of Jim Herrick. uh, Garfried won the national championship with UCLA. Same thing as Liberty, right? They want to dominate their, their uh, conference tournament, the conference, and then they want to really solidify their, uh, their, their their program with a win in the NCAA tournament. We'll go Shad, then Dylan. What do you guys think about that? Um,
2: yeah, yeah, no. So, um, yeah, I mean, Iona, right? Their team, Rick Pitino, uh, got great corporate governance. Um, Covered for us against Alabama in the first round of the tournament last year. Big time. Um, you know, them, them uh, in the first round as a heavy dog, we definitely aren't going to look that way because they're trying to win a game. They're trying to ups- knock somebody off. Um, Liberty the same way. You know, Liberty's got, uh, for a mid-major, they're pretty big inside. They got some big guys. They're good on the offensive glass. Um, they got, you know, Darius McGee. Uh, he's five foot nine point guard. He's second-leading scorer in the country right now. Um, shoots it at a high volume, shoots threes, can get to the rim pretty good for a 5'9 guy. Um, so, they, I mean, they're a team, if they're hot, they could be, be really dangerous. Um, man, Murray State and Wilmington are two teams that I'm going to research here these next few weeks. I have not watched either of those teams play yet. So um, don't have anything really to add for those two.
1: Yeah, um, so for me, I was just going to say, can't add much with the other teams. Um, I've been following Murray state a little bit. And I definitely agree. They're looking to win a game this tournament. And for Iona though, I can talk on them um, for years. They've won the Mac tournament five or six straight in a row. I believe it's five, but they've yet to get that win. Um, granted last year was Patino's first year. Patino has claimed that he wants to turn Iona into the Gonzaga of the East. So that, that's a, that's a, probably a pipe dream, but You're not – you're definitely not doing that. Uh, You're you're definitely not doing that. Yeah, but you're definitely not doing that without winning a game in the tournament. So, this is where he has to start. He knows that. Um, Iona will also be a team to back throughout the MAC tournament um, against the spread. But I definitely love them in that when they come in, as like a 13 seed in that tournament, and they're playing against a four, and you can get them, like, plus over 10. That's going to be something we'll definitely look at when that comes because I think we're going to – when it and comes down to I, it, too, this time of year, um, you gotta take, you gotta be looking at the coaches and okay. whoever he's going up against. It's not going to be anyone better than him, you know. So, yeah,
2: I, I if I recall, I believe Ayanna was laying twenty points to Alabama last year. I think they were plus exactly. twenty in that first round game and they they lost by like six or seven and and battled till the end so
1: and the and the team is a lot stronger this year they've got guys who transferred in from like um yeah like high major schools and they're they're
2: legit yeah and i mean they they're returning a lot of guys off that team as well yep you know uh you know jolly uh junior
1: joseph the center.
2: yeah junior joseph those guys were all you know guys that played in that game you know that tournament game last year so
1: um, they got yeah, that you experience. how it feels you're getting that. Yeah,
2: they got they got a mixture of that experience, you know, with a little bit of new talent. So we uh, mm-hmm. they're definitely gonna be a team
0: to watch. Yep. Big time, big time. Remember, we talk about coaches, we talk about corporate governance, which is a fundamental analysis. One of the criteria used to invest. So corporate governance is huge in college basketball. Now, teams that have to get out of the first weekend to validate their programs and just the ambition of the coaches. We're looking at USC, right, Andy Enfield, independently wealthy guy in the tech industry, a uh, married Miss America. Now he's a coach at USC making $6 million a year. He's in LA, sells season tickets. He has to get out of the first weekend. Tom Izzo, to validate that the game has to pass him by. He has to win. Same thing for Ohio State, St. Mary's. They're more like Gonzaga. Haven't been on the first weekend in a while. Bennett's a Hall of Fame coach in San Diego State with Dusher. We'll go Dylan and Chad. What are you guys' thoughts on those teams? Um, and one team that I'll
1: weekend? definitely be looking at here
0: to start um, is Ohio State, without
1: a doubt. Um, last year they were absolutely embarrassed, probably the talk of that first weekend with uh, the loss to Oral Roberts when they were a two-seed. Um, that is, without a doubt, a spot where they will – be coming out with a purpose in this first weekend and trying to get out of that. And then to follow that up with Michigan state, Michigan State's one of those teams kind of similar to how UConn has been in the past, where it's just come in March. It's just, they're always there. And so um, Michigan state will definitely be uh, a safe bet to be advancing and to be avoiding any upsets early on.
0: Yeah. And uh, I was listening to this, uh, good comment, and you're saying, well, Michigan doesn't have a go-to guy. They go to many different guys, but I think that's going to help him in the tournament. Where is Yeah, a, that's better. Or going to take a mismatch. What do you think, Chad?
3: Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm right with you guys here. Uh, you know, San Diego State with Dutcher, they're, they're a team that you can see the last four or five games they're putting in the real system. Um, they've been playing some really good basketball. Um, you know, Ohio State, uh, in this, you know, in that category, Michigan State as well, right, Izzo, um, great, great head coach, um, you know, he's a guy that, I, he, he doesn't really care about winning the regular season, um, or necessarily the Big Ten tournament, he wants to get into the tournament, and get himself to the Sweet 16, and get through that first weekend, um, you know, that's been his MO, um, you know, for his, his whole tenure, and then, yeah, USC, man, USC's a team that you know, we've kind of identified as, as point-shaving early on. Um, they've, been, they've been really not – I mean, they haven't covered any spreads as a heavy favorite. Any, I mean, seven, eight points or higher, they haven't covered anything.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
3: You know, but they have a lot of talent on that team. Um, you know, Enfield, he's an independently wealthy coach. Um, you know, so he doesn't need to be coaching. But, I, you know, for him, it's all about the pride – um and and getting some wins in the tournament where it counts the most right the ncaa tournament right for bragging rights counts more than the the conference tournament or winning the regular season title and Enfield, you know being an independently wealthy guy who doesn't need to coach he's after the bragging rights here and how he gets that is getting through the first weekend and getting usc to the sweet 16 um so yeah uh agree with you guys on all those i think those teams are going to be teams that are going to be pretty profitable in the first and second round of the NCAA
0: tournament. Big time. Big time, man. Good stuff. We're making money and we're sharing it with you. That makes it different than the big guys in Vegas on the big house on the hill. The teams that are just focused on that Final Four, Uh, they might not cover first game, might not cover first game of 316, but they're going to cover Round of 32 and they're going to cover in Sweet 16. The teams I got is Duke, Kentucky, Baylor, UCLA, McCronin, and Purdue. Cor- big time corporate governance. We'll go Chad, then Dylan Kelly. Yeah. So um,
3: so yeah, so we got what we got. Duke, Kentucky, Baylor, UCLA, and Purdue. These are the teams we've identified. Um, have teams that care about a deep, deep tournament run. We're saying Final Four, but, you know, these are teams that want to win it all, go all the way. They're, 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 that's their whole goal here. Um, you know, you got Cronin at UCLA, right? He, the whole reason he's there is to get a national championship to UCLA. He was close last year. You know, that's a program where if you don't – you know, it's like national championship or nothing. Um, that's what they're after there at UCLA as a program. Um, and, and that's, that's – you know, that's, that's what they want to accomplish, Baylor the same way, you know, we bet against Baylor tonight. Uh, we took Oklahoma State plus five at home because of this reason, right? We know Baylor is a team that's not, they don't really want to win the regular season title. Um, you know, they don't care about winning the big 12 tournament. They want to get in ride right? as defending national champs and they want to make a huge run in the tournament here. Um, you know, Purdue is a team. Also me and Dylan talked about, right. If you go back three weeks ago, um, and ask me and Dylan who, who our number one team is or who we would put a futures bet on at all, we both probably would have said Purdue. Um, yep. And you can see the last, you know, two weeks, they've kind of been slowing down. They've been, you know, in my opinion, they're pacing themselves um, for, for this end of the season run, right? They don't care about winning the Big Ten. They don't care about winning the Big Ten tournament. This is a team that feels like they have the talent to go all the way they have a second round pick in jaden Ivey. they have the size inside they have the outside shooters um you know when you really look on paper this really is one of the most complete teams in basketball um and that, and that with the fact that they're pacing themselves um you know you're going to see them kick it you're going to see them kind of coast it out that and really really kick it on kick it into a new gear in the tournament um you know then duke Duke's a team here with Shashevsky in his final season, Um, you know, I think he would want nothing more than to go away with a a national championship in his last year. Um, You know, that storybook ending, of course, you know, that's his goal and where he wants to be with Duke, Um, you know, and and they have that kind of talent. Um, uh, Now looking at Kentucky, you know, Kentucky is a team uh, right now that you know, I, I agree. Bill. we were talking pre-show, and, and we think that they have the most talent and the highest. Um, you know, they're probably our favorite right now to win it all with what they have um, on the inside there. You know, their offensive rebounding ability, their athleticism and their length is, is just elite. It's the best in the country. Um, you know, so, we're, we're, you know, we, we know um, with, with Auburn, they're they're really focused on winning. Um, you know, that, that regular season title. And then, you know, there's other teams um, in, the, in the SEC that really need to make, make a tournament run, um, you know, to get in, into the tournament. So, you know, I, Kentucky's going to kind of sit it back here, let off, concede, let off, and take the regular season title. Um, you know, they probably lose in the semifinals or the finals of the SEC tournament. Um, and then kick it up, kick it up in the high gear. Um, and make that Final Four run, right? Calipari, great corporate governance here. This is a guy who's been there, knows how to do it. Um, you know, kind of coined the one and done there for a few years, was recruiting all the best guys in the country saying, come on, come play one year, go, you know, ma- make it run with uh, with freshmen and-, and getting a hold of the team the next year and doing it again. Um, so, yeah, we, we these teams are teams that we we think are going to make deep, deep runs into the tournament, um, you know, final four aspirations, national championship aspirations here. So,
1: yeah, I think Chad uh, pretty much nailed it with all those teams. I uh, like the second, I think Purdue and Kentucky from a basketball talent perspective, those are the most complete teams in the country. Those two teams, Purdue and Kentucky. Um, now like talk about UCLA for a moment. I think that, well, coming into the year, if you, UCLA was probably like number two in the country, they were way up there. They since have fallen back. I feel now like they're flying more under the radar, which is almost a little bit ridiculous, being how they're returning so many of their guys um, from last year. They're just in the final four. They want, I agree, like UCLA is a team that they forget about the regular season, forget about all that. They're going to turn it up in the tournament and they're going to want to make another run back at this and try and run it back. And then Duke as well kind of has like a destiny kind of story there with Coach K, which um, you can, I can definitely see that playing out. Caro is a monster. They're, um, keels as well. Duke also has a lot of the pieces, but, um, yeah, I see Kentucky and Purdue as talent wise. Those are the two teams who like, I think they're the most complete, but, um, I'm really intrigued by UCLA and Duke
3: here.
0: Big time, big time. Uh, Duke is going to get the calls right? Yep. So constantly or, or consciously, and you got to look at the lines and then you got to look at the last minute, is it going to balloon, right? So now you're organized for the conference tournament in the NCAAs. Uh, next week, we're going to teach you how to watch a game. What are the key factors that might not necessarily work in the regular season, but do work in the conference tournament in the NCAAs. So you cover and make money. Final words, guys. Chad, if you'd like to go first. <laughs> yeah, no, this is really exciting. And uh, this is another thing where teamwork means the dream work. As uh, my other businesses uh, increase, you guys have helped me a lot to get perspective and to figure out what's going on and collaborate. So we all make money. We all have fun watching the games. And we kill inflation. We'll go Dylan. Yeah, no, this is, Chad, a, this is and, something. Uh, Dylan, I'm... when you go, we'll go Shad, and Dylan. Then when you go, right. give us the picks for tomorrow. Okay, yep, yep man, it's you
3: know collaboration is key. Yeah, collaboration is key. You know, it's you you only have two pairs of eyes, you know. So, or you know, you have two eyes, and you can only watch so many games and look at so much, you know, articles and do so much research on your own. So, um, you know, it's nice to have you know other people that are watching these games, you know, that that um, you know, you know care about it just as much as you, that are just as competitive as you, that want to you know put out winning cards every day, you know. And the goal is to um, you know. Work, you know we all have our own picks, and we all collaborate together, but you know it's if we all you know can have winning cards, we're all looking to make profit on our own, and then we put it all together and triple that profit. you know right. if we're all making right. making profitable picks um you know over that fifty two and a half percent break even, and then we're putting them together. you know we're just you know expanding our our eyes and our ability to to monetize and profit these games, um you know, the Atlantic ten. The Big East, the ACC, you know, these are conferences I have not really watched much at all this year, you know. So having having Dylan look at those, you know, those games, um, you know, we can only look at so much, you know. So, you know, I've really been, you know, looking at Horizon League, Metro Atlantic, Missouri Valley, SEC PAC, 12 Big West. Um, You know, that's kind of, you know, been narrowing it down, not trying to stretch myself too thin. So, you know, having other people uh, looking at other conferences to collaborate with can just save you so much time and energy. And give you better information, you know. And whoever has the best information at the end of the day is who's going to have the best pick. So, um, you know, sharing that information and you know, watching, spreading ourselves throughout different conferences, um, you know, is, is key for us to you know be most prepared for the NCAA tournament. You know, when it comes, you know, last year there wasn't one team I had not seen play in the NCAA tournament, and knowing and that's and that you know that's going to be the case this year. We're probably all going to have watched almost every team play, um, you know, that's in the tournament and and being. You know what you know, just being at, saying and being able to have watched every team, every sixty eight team play a game, um I mean, just sets you up for so much more success. There's so many people betting these games that I mean, you know they there's betting the favorite. they haven't even seen these teams play. They have no idea what kind of season they've had the ups and downs, the you know injuries and what they've went through, and you know when they were hot, when they cooled off, what their goals are, what their coaches' goals are, um you know what their goals in the past have been. so, yeah, I mean, I you know it's just it's as much you know as it is you know giving information to the people. I mean, this is beneficial just for me in in my bankroll and and you know what I my picks. You know, just being able to talk and collaborate and um you know see see what everyone else is thinking. You know, and then um you know making my picks based off based off that and then and getting the most information I can. So yeah, go ahead, Dylan,
1: finish this off. Yeah. So no, absolutely. Um, this is like something I've never I've never done anything like this before. We're looking at like teams goals and stuff like that. And thinking about coaches goals and incentives and all that, and going back to last season, what went wrong for them, what went well, how they're going to look to Craig down the stretch. And um, I think this is going to be super, super helpful for myself here looking at, it's almost like making your picks almost before the games are even coming. So you you're going into, when you look, when you're scouting the board, you're going in with a, with some more, um, more knowledge, but um yeah, anyways, uh, before the show, we, talked about a few uh picks that we're looking at tomorrow and so i'll just kind of rattle them off real quick um we're looking at michigan state uh plus seven um at iowa looking at new mexico plus 12 tomorrow night we're looking at oklahoma plus 10 against texas tech who they have um previously beat by 15 and then we're looking at san diego state plus two and one that we kind of briefly talked about which i think i'll Probably also beyond will be the Alabama money line. I you know Chad was big on that. And Alabama is kind of in a spot where they have no more room for error in their season. Um, they're about three-and-a-half-point favorite right now, and i definitely uh, am a big fan of that pick. So,
0: Big time. And it's stuff that's made me money the last 11 years. And what makes us different is that we share and we do it in the spirit of Winston Churchill, who said we are a living – from our labor, but we make a life from what you give. Thanks for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network.
3: Get the streams done. All
0: right. That's why this book goes to us $800. And that's She's the That's why.